And a good Tuesday morning to you. Welcome to the Brewers Briefing. I am the Brewer, Brooks Brewer. Glad to have you with us for the program this morning. Broadcasting live from the camper in the front of the yard, <laughs> in the street. Anyway, we'll talk more about that, and, and we'll see what's happening in the world of current events. Get your thoughts and opinions and comments. 918-756-3646. That's right. Yes, thank you. Come on in. Again, the number 918-756-3646. You can text that number or call because one number will do it all. We love your comments and um, your memes and just a good morning or whatever it may be. We'd be glad to to get you in here on the program. Again, 918-756-3646 is the number. And uh, uh, here we have dead air in the in the studio let's fix that shall we okay we have dead air unbelievable okay let's start that whole damn thing over good night okay <clears throat> i dead air yeah okay Well, let's do this intro again, since the last one was uh, evidently not on the air. Hi, good morning. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Brewer's Briefing. I am Brewer, the the Brooks Brewer, the guy that's trying to figure out how to run the program this morning. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, I'm glad to have you with us. This is where we talk about news and current events and uh, whatever else we want to talk about. And that's just what we do. We have a good time. And come on in here. 918-756-3646 is the number. Yes, you all come, come in, come in, get a seat. 918-756-3646. That's the number to get you involved in here. You can text that number or you can call that number, but uh, you need to do one of the, one of the above. Okay. And it can just be a good morning or whatever. And uh, so, Hey, we're broadcasting live. We're doing a little uh, trial run here in the camper. We're in the camper in the, uh, we haven't left yet, but it's hooked up to the pickup and I'm sitting in the front yard. Matter of fact, of the house in the street in the camper, because we're taking this show on the road. Hopefully today it was, we were going to leave yesterday and the refrigerator crapped out on me and no, I didn't get it fixed. There's no parts in the universe for this refrigerator, not even the manufacturer. No, only one man had the part and he was on eBay <laughs> and I got the last one. Anyway, it's, it's, it's being shipped and I don't even know how we're going to get it. Anyway, it's kind of a weird deal, but isn't that the way it goes? You get ready to set off and then pff, something decides to go, <laughs> watch this. Let's throw a wrench in those plans. Anyway, we're going to take this show on the road. We're heading down to Gulf shores, maybe Florida, Texas, Mississippi, just <laughs> across the country. We'll be doing the show from the road, so we'll be talking about that. But right now, we're in the uh, we're in the camper in the front yard doing a trial run, see if we can run this show from the camper. And so far, well, one little hiccup, but here we go. Let's take a look at the weather forecast, see what we got out there. It's cold, 33 degrees and partly cloudy skies. Looking for a pretty nice day today, mostly sunny and 55. We'll see 38 degrees tonight and clear skies. Tomorrow, a nice 66 Warm up, mostly sunny skies tomorrow. South winds 20 to 30. Going to be a little breezy. Tomorrow night, windy, 55 overnight. Thursday back to the upper 60s and windy and an 80% chance of rain on Thursday. Winds 25 to 35. Still going to be windy Thursday night. Chance of rain continues. And Friday, cold, 47. And sunshine, north winds 20 to 30. That's going to be really cold on Friday. Saturday, upper 40s and sunshine. Old man winter's hanging on. Sunday, 49. And Monday, 51 degrees. So <laughs> you see why we're heading south to get hopefully to some warm weather down south. Hopefully we'll find some down there. Current temperatures around the state of Oklahoma. We've got some 30s, 20s in the panhandle. Hooker, 25. She's always cold up there. Lots of 20s up top. 
Got some uh, 40s down low. We got Hugo at 43, and that is the hottest spot in the state. Well, how the heck are you this morning? I hope you're doing good. It's Tuesday. Good morning, Vicky. One of our texters here texting in a little meme. Every sunrise is an invitation to brighten someone's day. That's a nice little meme. Thank you very much for that. And you know, it's true. And life is short. <clears throat> you know, it's really short. And we don't know how long we have on the planet. God himself knows. And that's the only one that does. And we have to really make the most of it. And I'm trying every day to be more cognizant of being present, you know, being present in the moment and walking in love. And I have to, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's probably easy for some of you people. <laughs> some of us, we have to work harder at it. You know, I mean, just, you know, you, you get busy, things will frustrate you. People will frustrate you, you know, <laughs> tech support, you know, those kind of people. I have to think of them and Brooks. Love these people just because they're tech support and you can't understand them. They're still people. Anyway, I'm trying, I'm trying to be better, trying to be present. And, and, and I mean, I mean, I'm serious about that and walk in love because that's the commandment. Love God, love your neighbor, man. If we can do those two things, we are doing some good on the planet. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, let's see. What else we got? What do we got started? We got the news. We got the weather. Did you hear the town talk program today and yesterday? God, it was so good. I don't know. I've said that yesterday. It was Dr. Bill Path with OSUIT, the president, and uh, two-part series. Today was the second part. Just so fascinating what they're doing out at OSUIT with uh, Education Online and the virtual reality stuff. I mean, <laughs> these kids can take a class. They can put on these goggles, and then they can look at this engine. Let's say it's a big old diesel motor or something like that, and they can literally take it apart in this virtual reality and put it back together and take it back apart, and they can they can explode this engine where all the parts, they don't explode, but they, they uh, disassemble, see, and they can see everything out in this space, and then it comes all back together. It's, I'd love to see that, wouldn't you? I've never even put on a set of virtual reality goggles i don't think ever i've never done it i'm just not a gamer i'm not you know one of those dudes but it is fascinating and some of these degrees they have out there 100 online you don't even have to go to class amazing anyway cool stuff check that out we'll have it up on the website today the second series all the town talk programs are air at 7 a.m and we interview people from around our communities all kind of different people so check that out. That's that's cool stuff. We archive this program also on there, and we we uh, today's Tuesday at ten o'clock. We've got Medicare questions and answers with Dana Mabry. That's also a new program we started not too long ago, and Dana will be on today live. We'll talk about Medicare, Medicaid, you know, all that kind of stuff, PPOs and HMOs and all all that kind of stuff. That's today at ten o'clock. Don't miss that. And we are podcasting this program out to the podcast world apple and spotify and google so check that out brewers briefing so let's get to the brief brewer what do we have we have a a, a bible story today here's a story from the american tribune biblical drama centering around controversial passage sees record crowdfunding success so you know what crowdfunding is crowdfunding is where the crowd funds the project. The crowd being people, just random people from all over the place and get involved in funding things. You know, and you see it like uh, the GoFundMe or there's a bunch of them out there. I don't use GoFundMe because they, they're a bunch of liberal whacks. Uh, Give, Send, Go, I think it's one. Isn't that one? Anyway, so there's this new uh, movie that's come out and it's all crowdfunding. It's been 100% supported by crowdfunding. And so they're saying this is a, kind of a new thing. It's uh, breaking some some traditions. And this movie is going to be released Easter of this year. It's already breaking records, as I say, using crowdfunding model to bring a massive amount of, of funding. The movie is going to be coming out March 31st, and it's entitled His Only, <clears throat> excuse me, His Only Son. His Only Son. Now, this is the same group that has uh, 
brought to you the Chosen series, Angel Studios. And I'm sure many of you have watched The Chosen. We've watched all of them, and we love it. We think it's fantastic. I don't know why Christians have a problem with The Chosen. Some Christians are like, hey, it's not biblical. It's not. <laughs> anyway, I think it's fantastic. You should watch it. Anyway, so the, so the same uh, studio is doing this movie, and it centers around the Akeda. The Akeda. You know what that is? That's the offering Abraham offered up Isaac. And God told Abraham, and Abraham said, Here am I, Lord. Then God said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac. God talks like that to deep boys. Whom you love. Anyway, there's interesting stuff about this. You, you know the story. And it's, it's one of the most, prof well, if not the most profound biblical story in the Bible. It's the, uh, of course, prototypical view of God giving his son. That's that's the deal. And uh, it's full of profundities, of course. It's, it's the picture of salvation. God's offering up his son. And, and I can't wait to see it. I, it. So here's one thing that's cool about this. One thing that kind of caught my attention about this this new crowdfunding thing is that the people and <laughs> you think Hollywood would get this, they would understand, but people just the average public, they want Christian movies. They want wholesome movies. They don't want all these woke, <sighs> stupid movies. They don't, they want wholesome, good family, Christian type movies. I mean, just the other day, they had this stupid award show. What was it? The Academy? Is that what it was? And Top Gun, which was the top grossing movie, I think, of 22, was almost just overlooked completely. <laughs> well, there's nothing woke in it. It didn't have a bunch of leftist ideology going on in there. They, they didn't make, you know, they only made a ton of money and everybody loved it, but not Hollywood. Not the people getting the awards. Anyway, so they don't understand that. It's so weird. Like, you think they would understand. The gross, I mean, are you not in this to make money? No. <laughs> We're in it to change the culture. That's what you think. And here you got people donating money for this company to make a movie. And it doesn't say how much money they raised. But uh, enough to make a movie. So I can't wait to see. It's called His Only Son. It comes out March 31st. Hopefully it'll be amazing. And this one is supposed to be, you know, biblically, biblically accurate, authentic about the story of Abraham and Isaac. It's a phenomenal story. It's in Genesis 22, in case you want to go read it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Ah, what a great story. Good morning, John Powell. Uh, I'm glad to have you with us in the, in the program this morning. If you want to text in here, you can. Again, 918 756 46 is our number. Okay. Well, I thought that was cool. Okay. Let's see. What else do we have? I got some stuff against that guy. We already talked about that. Let's jump over here to politics and see what's happening in the world of politics. Joe Biden. He's in politics. <laughs> Dinosaur Joe is uh is in the news but but we're going to skip him for just a second he's uh having some problems but uh i want to talk about another ufo story and if i can if i can get it to actually come up here we're here ex-navy pilot is witnessing ufos when he was flying this guy had a, a long career as a navy pilot ryan graves former navy pilot called on congress to investigate unidentified aerial phenomena the UAPs, they call them nowadays. The UFO is out, and the UAP is in. So just get your terminology correct, please. He spoke out on his firsthand experiences with UAPs in an interview with Fox News Digital. He spent 11 years as a Navy pilot flying F-18s, an advanced fighter plane, and was also a flight instructor. And he said he's, uh, he's seen a bunch of stuff out there. He said, while I was in the Navy, myself and others in my squadron had experience with, it continues to this day, and we didn't have a name for it. We didn't know what it was. He said, at first, objects showed up just as contacts on our radar. 
contacts on our camera system until eventually Graves said we were seeing these things with our eyeballs. Two aircraft from my squadron were flying side by side, and one of these objects went right between the aircraft. Graves said that his squad member described an object as dark gray or black cube inside of a clear sphere. Graves has called on Americans with preconceived notions about UAPs to come at the issue from a first principles approach. And not many of us have been up in F-18s and been able to see this stuff. And I flew a Bonanza for, you know, 12 years. I never did see anything like that. I don't know. Never did. But uh, I didn't have as many hours as these guys have flying around either. <clears throat> so he uh, he's asking Congress to, to investigate. And, you know, in case you missed it, yesterday was it yesterday wasn't it it was just tuesday yesterday we gave a story about nbc lester holt gave a little i didn't see the clip but i just saw the little headline like the pentagon says that the alien mothership may be in our solar system we'll be back after these messages and it blew me away like <laughs> eh, there's an alien mothership and the pentagon's just now letting us know that maybe it's in our solar system i mean they've been tracking this thing and now it's, I mean, what do you mean? Maybe like <laughs> there's so many questions that that, that little one sentence brings to my mind, you know, but, um, you know, I don't know. We, David and I were talking about this yesterday on the program. Are there UFOs, excuse me, UAPs or not? I mean, according to these guys, firsthand witnesses, these, these fighter pilots, real people, there's really UFOs out there. And they, they, they're, they're flying at crazy speeds and doing all kinds of stuff. They don't know how. I mean, <laughs> we shot some down recently, and uh, they're at the bottom of the uh, Lake Michigan up there, Lake Huron, and we just can't seem to get to it. Remember that? I told you. We're not going to know what that stuff was, whatever it was we shot down, and then up in, up in the Canadian frozen tundra. Well, we just can't get to it. It's cold up there, and there's a lot of snow. It's the weirdest deal. <laughs> With all of our technology, you mean to tell me you can't get that stuff from the bottom of the lake or go up to the Canadian or Alaska? I mean, you got it out of the ocean over uh, South Carolina. You got some of it. We never, we haven't heard anything yet. Have what was it? What was all we know is that we kind of got some of it, and then we didn't get the rest of it. Anyway, I digress. What about these alien things? I mean. Boy, howdy. It, it's probably real. Who knows? Who knows this stuff? I don't know. It's probably, yeah, maybe there's something out there to it. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> what else is there going on out there in the world? Oh, what do we have here? What is, what is this? This is, oh, this is what this is. I remember now. <clears throat> so, this um, James Comer, is that his name? I get this guy mixed up with James Comey. <laughs> Boy, I bet he'd, he wouldn't like me getting him mixed up with Comey. He's the Republican dude that's doing a bunch of oversight and investigation. He says now, and I'll play a little clip here, bank records obtained by the House Oversight show that the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, linked individuals are laundering money to the Biden family. Shocker. Stephen Miller wants to know where the hell is the IRS and where the hell is the DOJ? Delaware state prosecutors. Where are you people? James Comer. That's his guy's name. Representative James Comer. Let's just, uh, he, he was on Hannity, uh, and he had a few things to say about, all, say this. about, all, say this. about all this. Oh, why is oh. that echoing? Okay. Oh, <laughs> that is, that is that not going to work. Is it? Well, let's see. What what is going on that's causing that to echo like that? I don't know, but that is not, not going, going to, work. to work. Shoot, I was going to play that for you. Well, I'll have to figure that out. See, that's why we do a trial run in the camper because, uh, well, we figure stuff out. Anyway, the deal is this, and, and the nuts and bolts of it is this guy subpoenaed some records. One of the associates of Hunter Biden... Rob Walker was wired millions of dollars from a CCP-connected individuals. 
He then sent money to three Biden family members, millions. What are they doing in return for this cash? That's the question. They're going to find out. And this uh, representative, James Comer, is on the hunt. So they're getting into the weeds and they're getting into the details of what's happening with the Hunter, you know, or with the Biden family. Dude, it, it's we know it. It's like everything else that we have suspected. It's like, yeah, I, thought, I don't know about all that. Then it comes out to be true, all these conspiracy theories that everybody plays down, the media and, of course, all the government officials, and then it comes out to be exactly true. You know what I mean? And this is going to be the same thing. It's like, yeah, we knew. We knew. They were crooks from the beginning. And, of course, they are. And they're still doing their crooked things. Anyway, let's uh, take a commercial break, and we'll come right back with this riveting program. Don't you go anywhere. David Jennings. Hey. Hey, what? We got connection? We do, man. Oh, on the first fun. try, but we're not on the air because I'm running run commercials. So. Yeah, I heard that. That's why I wanted to try this. Oh, okay. Make sure you're good to go, good man. Call, yeah. Good to go. Hey, so I may have to eat some crow there, buddy. Not on it, right? Yeah. Maybe so, a real deal. It may be a real deal. It may be. I don't know if it makes you nervous, but whatever. But anyway, I'll try to call you here in just a little bit. I'm a little hooked up right now. Okay, call me back. Uh, uh. Well, welcome back. It's a trial run. Actually, we're we're live doing a trial run all at the same time. Eight twenty-seven is our time. Oh, eight twenty-eight. Let's get it right. Dolores told me that my mic was on during the entire break. David called and. <laughs> It was supposed to be hidden from you people, but evidently it was not hidden at all. It was going out live over the air. Whoo, man, that's scary. That's what happens. You think your mic is off and you say something really stupid. And it goes out over the entire broadcast waves. <clears throat> anyway, I hope that doesn't happen again. Watch what you say. Old Trump, he's a he's good for a laugh or two. I got, boy, I don't know about old Trump. I tell you what, I think he's great and he's funny and then I'm not too sure about him. He's, uh, where was this? He was somewhere speaking, of course, that's what he does. <laughs> I wish I could play this for you, but I can't because it's, because uh, it's, uh, because it's uh, looping all kinds of um, echoing in the background. And I don't know why it's doing that. What if I change? Oh, I bet I changed that to that right there. Hey, hey, check. No, still, still messed up. Um, anyway, I'll figure that out at some point in life. He was talking it somewhere and <laughs> talking about uh, starting a basketball team. He, he's uh, Trump said, I would be the greatest coach in history. I'd have a woman's team, but I'd have all men on it. That's right. He's a smart guy. He said, I don't like Bron, LeBron James, but I'd say, hey, LeBron, you ever think about becoming a woman? Because you're going to be on my team. We're going to go undefeated for the next five years. <laughs> You know, that's one thing I do like about Trump. He will come right out and challenge people in their stupid ideology, and that's what he's doing here, making fun of the, the wokeness of some people that think that it's fine for, for a man to play in women's sports, be it basketball or whatever. Matter of fact, I saw a video this morning. I showed Julie some MMA match somewhere. I don't know. This big guy, he had some big old boobs. I guess those were not real. <laughs> And, boy, God, he was muscled up, though. I mean, this guy was ripped, big old boy, big old boobs. And, uh, anyway, he was fighting this this gal in the ring, you know, some women's MMA thing, which I think is kind of weird. But he just beat her down, man. He just put the smack down on her heart. Well, what do you expect? I mean, it's just a fact. Men are stronger than women most of the time. And it's just, it's, you know, it's dangerous for one thing. I mean, these women are going to get hurt. And it's also just dumb. Like, it's <laughs> because the guy got him a set of boobs and calls himself a woman. He wants to play in the women's sports. And you're going to let him? You're like, okay. Well, he says he's a woman. We don't want to offend anybody. 
This is ridiculous, and it happens all the time. Like we're talking about it all the time, right? This women's board, blah, 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 the National Hockey League, blah, blah, and all these guys wanting to play in the women's sports. You don't see too many women wanting to play in the guys' sports. I wonder why that is. Why is there no women in the in, in NBA? Um, that's just, it's always the other way around. I mean, weightlifters, powerlifters, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, Trump's going to start him a basketball team, women's team, <laughs> all men. <laughs> and that's funny. But here's the problem with Trump, all right? So I, I came across this this morning, and there's a video with Robert Kennedy Jr. You may have seen him uh, around. He's making rounds quite a bit with this COVID stuff, vaccines, and exposing uh, vaccine problems, and, and, and good on him because he's doing a good job with that. Seems like a real straight-up guy, really honest, and has a lot of good things to say. So he was talking about Trump, um, and he said Trump got in there and said, I'm going to get rid of the swamp. He asked me to be on a vaccine safety commission. This is Robert Kennedy Jr. When the news got out, Pfizer gave Trump $1 million for his inaugural party, and then Trump appointed two Pfizer lobbyists, Scott Gottlieb and Alex Azar, to run his HHS. And I hear commercials running over the top of me. Thank you, Marshila. Wow. Got all kinds of problems this morning. All kinds. Uh, so, so Trump gets this a million dollar, you know, little gift from Pfizer and just so happens to hire a couple of Pfizer uh, lobbyists on his, on his team. And Robert Kennedy Jr. went to the wayside. Bye-bye. And, and that's what he was saying in this little video clip that I can't play because there's too much echo. He, he, he just, it's like, it's just weird. You know, he had these good intentions and he gets up there and either it's all, it's the money or it's the influence. It's, it's just, it's this damn swamp. And it, it you know, it even got, I guess it, you know, and, and we talked about this a lot. This is one of the issues I have with Trump is the people that he ends up putting around him. They, they're not doing him any favors. Trump has got the goods in many respects, but some of the people he appoints are horrible. Like Christopher Ray over the FBI is terrible. And he's appointed by a, by a Trump. That's one example. Bolton and Kelly and I don't know, a bunch of them. They're, they're horrible. They were horrible. And so, and so this was kind of revelatory a little bit. Like in, And even here he's saying, that, you know, he got in there. He was going to drain the swamp. And uh, and then he hires a couple of Pfizer lobbyists because they gave him a big big check. I'm like, come on, man. Really? You got taken like that too? That surprised me. I guess that's why I pulled this story up because I was, I was a little shocked. Maybe I shouldn't be, uh, you know, but you want to you wanna hope that stuff like that doesn't happen, especially like to Trump. Come on, he can't get bought out. Surely not. I know it. I know it. What time is it anyway? 8.34. Still doing good. Mm, doing good. That's all I got in politics today? Shoot. You guys are going to have to help carry the show, evidently, because uh, there's not a whole lot left. But we do have this. Seattle, Washington, in all of their wisdom, a school district up there. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm letting you have ads in the program. My ad thing is blocking these stories, and that's no fun. Seattle School District teaches young kids how people get pregnant, trades male with person with sperm. This is what they're doing. They're going after the kids, trying to help indoctrinate our kids on how life should be. Washington State's biggest, biggest school district, which is in the middle of financial crisis caused by plummeting student enrollments. Imagine that has traded words like female and male for a person with a vagina and a person with sperm in its sexual health education courses for elementary school children. Oh, my goodness. Students as young as nine at Seattle Public Schools will begin their sexual health education curriculum 
On April 24th, according to the Seattle Public Schools training materials, which were obtained by Fox News through a public records request. That's the only way you can get this stuff. The schools don't want you to know, as parents, what your little kitties are going to be learning. You have to sue for it. Um, according to the SPS presentation for elementary school educators for 22-23 school year, the curriculum aims to reduce gender stereotypes and heteronormativity or the idea that heterosexuality is normal. No, get rid of that bad uh, actively dismantling toxic masculinity is a key tenet of the school's district's approach towards sexual health education, according to training materials. Oh, that toxic masculinity. See, I was talking to a gentleman this last week. We were talking about some of this stuff. He said, Brooks, what do you think is the, is the root cause of all this? What, these, what is happening? And I said, well, it's a good question. I said, I, I, I can't get any more root and down to the core of it in my mind than it's a satanic attack on our kids and, and, and on, on society, Western society you know, that's founded upon godly principles back in the day. It just seems to me that it's a satanic attack. What else could it be? I mean, if you try to go back, like what's causing all this? Why are people so dumb? Why are they doing these kinds of things? Well, it doesn't get any more basic fundamental in my mind. Again, that it's just a satanic attack on the kids. And it's a satanic attack on, on everybody, not just the kids. Of course, they, they definitely want to go after the kids, get them started early. But it's like this men and women deal. So they've been attacking men also, this to- toxic masculinity for a while now. Toxic, toxic men are bad and evil, and they like the soy boys and the beta males. That's what you see in the culture now, being promoted all over the place. All the sitcoms and all the commercials and all the movies have all these beta males these soy boys out there, and it's disgusting. They're all real feminine, and they're all weak, and that's what they want to see men be like. And then they're just, they're coming after the women by saying that, well, a man that claims to be a woman is really to be celebrated. And so <laughs> you have people like the Biden administration on International Women's Day celebrating a biological male and giving awards to a man because, well... <laughs> Men make the bestest women, according to the Biden administration. And then you got the men in the in, you know, just so they're coming against the women also, attacking women and women in sports. And and so, you know, and then they're confusing children. Oh, you were born a, with a penis? <laughs> that doesn't make you a boy. No. What do you feel inside? Oh, you like to play with dolls. You must be a girl on the inside. That's who you really are. Let's cut that thing off. Get you one of those, a couple of those. And be who you really are. You're really a girl. Even though God said you're a boy and your DNA and everything in your entire system is boy, no. Your parents in the culture decided you're a girl, so we're going to make you a girl. Kind of. And it isn't, I mean, you know, it's disgusting and it's harming and it's, it's, it's ruining children. And that's what infuriates me about it. And I tell you, I have to confess, we have neighbors down the street. And they're doing this to one of their little boys. They're making him into a girl, into a girl. He's a little boy. They're turning him into a girl. He's wearing dresses, changed his name. The grandparents are in on it, the whole deal. It's very disgusting. They got a sign up in their yard. It's okay to say trans and gay in Oklahoma. It's in the yard. <laughs> I, I see it every day. I go by it multiple times a day. I walk by it. You know how bad I want to rip that sign out of that damn yard? You, you, you know how bad? You know how bad I want to take my big old F-250 and just kind of swerve over there and just destroy that into a bajillion pieces. I want to really bad. And, uh, and it disgusts me when I walk by there and I think about what they're doing to this poor little boy. However, I have a confession to make only recently did I start praying for these people? That's my pastor, Andy Taylor calling. I wonder if he wants to be on radio. I doubt it. I, I, you know, so I walked by the other day and I was out on my walk and I, I, I said, well, dang Brooks, why don't you pray for these people instead of just, you know, cussing them in your mind? And this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the show 
I hope it was on the air. I was trying to be more present, you know, and all that stuff and love people. And God kind of spanked me a little bit like, hey, Brewer, pray for these people. For That's what you can do instead of just berating them, you know, and talking about how evil they are. Pray for their salvation, man, and pray for that child. And so I started doing that. And I should have done it all along. And I, I'm learning. I'm getting better. You know, it's like a process. <laughs> you think I'd be further along. But uh, anyway, it's that's what I'm doing now. So now I pray. And so we... You know, we need to pray for these people because it's 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 really it really really is sad. It's really disturbing, and and seeing these kids go through this confusion, you know how it is with adolescents anyway. Kids when they're teenagers are confused. I mean, have you had a teenager? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And so they're very confused, and uh, and they don't need any more. Confusion entered into the system like all. I mean, and then that's serious stuff, man. You start giving them puberty blockers and all that stuff to change their voices, and ah, man, it's it's uh, it's disgusting. Somebody texted, even here, got to watch the school boards. They say schools top ten reasons why normal people leave the left coast and come to Oklahoma is because of the schools. Yes, we do. We have to watch the school boards, the, the, the curriculum, the teachers, you know, all of it. And it uh, it takes all of us to, to make sure what's happening in the school system. And, again, I, I say this all the time. I feel like I need to. I think school teachers are mostly great, and I think most teachers love their students, and they're doing what they do because they love it, not because of the, the gigantic salaries they make. I think it's because they love the kids, most of them. It's just the ones that don't and the ones that want to indoctrinate our children and all that, that that's really disturbing. And it only takes a few, right, to 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 jack it up or school board that's jacked up or, you know, whatever. We see it all over the news all the time. And so, yeah, we got we to gotta be, be aware. But out in Seattle, <laughs> losing kids, but, hey, double down. It's men. No, no, it's not men. Excuse me, not men. It's, it's a person with sperm and a woman, or no, excuse me, a person with a vagina. I, I can't even. I can't even get it straight. I'm trying to learn all this new stuff. And then there was a school I saw the other day. I don't know what school it was. It was. Oh God, I wish I'd have saved it. I don't think I did. It had flags on this uh, school wall, and it had probably you know all the different colors and. Because all this LGBTQ, SD, XYZ, LMNOP groups, they have these flags of different colors that mean different things. And uh, there was probably, I don't know, 30, 40 different flags. And all the different, and all the flags mean something else to these to their sexual proclivities. I mean, this is in high school. And, you know, this flag and this color means that they're... <sighs> Whatever, all these different things. I mean, stuff you you've never even heard of. Demisexual, and I, I can't even, I can't even, I don't even know. Like it's just all kinds of weirdness. And it's like you know, talk about confusing. How, how are you supposed to memorize all those flags and all those colors? And oh, that flag means this. It is a satanic attack on our children. That's all it is. Has to be. And. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and the powers of the air. And so we do have to pray, and that's where the battle is. All right, back to school. Here's another one. In California this time, a California Council for Social Studies. I got this queued up for you here. Let's see what this is. The, the, the communist. So here's a bunch of books that they're suggesting that the kids read for social studies. All right, that's what this is. Out in California. I don't see exactly what town it is, but here are some of the books listed. Let's get a picture here of Climate Emergency Manifesto. Get that climate thing going. The Gay Liberation Front Manifesto. The Communist Manifesto. Uh, something about Cuba. Uh, the Universal Declaration for Human Rights and the Black Panther. Something like that. That's all the books they want them to read. And let's go to the phone lines and get Fayroy in here on this conversation. Good morning, sir. Hey. Hey, hey. 
The powers of the air. The powers of the air, what yes. What are talking about here? Yes. That don't mean radio, TV, and whatnot, does it? Uh, boy, that's a thought, isn't it? Principalities and the powers of the air. Well, no, because that was that was stated a long time ago before radio and TV existed. Right? Who wrote it? Huh? Who wrote that? Uh, it's in the Bible. Paul wrote it. Apostle Paul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A couple thousand years ago. I don't think television was around just yet and radio, of course. I know radio's old, but not that old. Mark Coney wasn't around back then. Well, that struck me when you said powers are there. You think you maybe think they knew then? Go ahead. You don't think that they knew back then that uh, that's what was going to be taking place at TV and all that? Oh, I don't think so. I think it's demonic, man. I think the demons—they're they're spirits. They're, they're out there. They're they're you know they're flying around. Maybe they're the UFOs, the UAPs. The powers of the air, principalities. No, I think it's just say I think it's just demons, man. Demons, satanic demons, fallen angels. That's who we're fighting against, I think. But right there, where you where you read all that, uh, it also says something about when Satan fell, he took all but a third, or he took a third. Or I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, he took a third. Part. That's right. He took a third. A third of the angels went with him. That's right. Well, I, I, I was talking to somebody, and and uh, they mentioned that, and I had to look it up. Yeah, that's a thought. He's pretty convincing. I mean, to take a third of the angelic host out of heaven, he tried to usurp God's authority, and he convinced a third of the angels to go with him, you know, or to, to go against God and to set himself up as God, and God kicked him out. Down you go. And we're doing that today. Like, that's what we do. I do it all the time. I go against God, and I think, no, I'll be God here. I'll do my own thing. And it's, uh, it's our nature. I think it's, you know, it's that sinful anti-God nature that started in the garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. And it's still hanging around. It's the choice that, uh, that he gives, you know, you can take, you can go this way, you can go that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a body. choice. That's right. We have the freedom of choice. And we got to do better at making the right choices. It's just tough sometimes. Okay, listen. Hang on. Back where you is at. Hang on. I got a thought for you. All right. This is profound. You're going to like this. It's very simple and it's very profound at the same time. That's God has to speak to me in simple terms because, you know, that tiny little brain in there. And he, I, I believe, you know, God, I don't say God spoke to me a lot, but I do think God spoke this to me long, long time ago, many, many years ago. He said, Brooks, don't water the bad seeds. And so I had to think about that. So the seeds, seeds are thoughts, okay? We have thoughts come into our mind uncontrollably. Some, I mean, I think we can, a thought could come in that we'd, we don't have control over, that the coming in part. The control part, I think, this is a theory I have, that we have the power to either water that or don't water that. And that means to think on it, you know? So if a thought, if I get a thought and I start thinking about it and meditating on it, that's watering that seed. Well, <laughs> if it's a bad thought of some sort, that's going to manifest. It's going to grow. And if I keep watering it, it's going to keep getting bigger and it's going to grow. And if, if you put a seed out on the, on the, countertop you don't do anything with it it doesn't grow it's just simple like hey don't water the bad seeds brooks it's not hard and i mean does that make sense to you yeah yeah it does if they're cuckleburgers that's the kind of stuff i've got uh, some some stuff here on my on my counter that i'm uh, i've got water and i want they're starting to make little uh, ears on it now, there's several of them that's not doing that. Do I need to get them out? I guess I ought to. Probably. You know what I'm saying? They're not blossoming. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, don't water the bad seeds, well, Fabio. Okay. I hear what you're saying, and uh, it's hard to understand, but I think I know what you mean here. Right. Water the bad seeds. Yeah, seat. don't water them. Water the good seeds. Okay, don't water buddy. the bad seeds. All right, we'll see you, buddy. All right, bye bye. Eight fifty one. About to wrap it up. We got Tradio coming up on the other side at nine o'clock. Stay with us. But my life is good, really good. It really is good. Really, really good. Hope yours is good too. Eight fifty three is our time. We're doing the program Brewers Briefing. If you want to get involved, you can. Some people have 918-756-3646 is our number. And uh, I got a text here from somebody back a few minutes ago. That's not a theory. That's a fact. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Got another text here from a listener. Teachers are teaching from textbooks that give all the negative on fossil fuels. Not giving facts from our Oklahoma fossil fuel industry and the technology advances. As for the woke, yes, there's a little of that. We have to talk to the kids and ask what they're learning. Encourage kindness, but reiterate gender is not changeable. Because we'll lose this battle if we don't engage with our kids. That is exactly right, and that's that's what we're talking about. And... Um, we talked about this some yesterday, you know, it's, it's alarming to see this, uh, dichotomy being expanded between the teachers and the parents. Like there's an, there's a battle and there shouldn't be, <laughs> we got to cooperate, man. We need each other to, to help our children be the best that they can be. So we're not in this thing. We're not, we're not against one another. Teachers don't need to be against the kids and kids against the teachers and the parents, excuse me, the parents against the. Kids are always against teachers, <laughs> but the parents and the teachers need to work together, not against one another to uh, help the children's and do the best that they can do. Well, let's see what else in our remaining moments do we have to talk about the, the, the Biden administration asking Congress for $842 billion dollars that's for the pentagon for the 2024 budget it's the largest request since the peak of the iraq afghanistan wars in the mid-2000s and it's uh, nearly a trillion dollars which is kind of a lot more than i'm making an entire year and uh they say you know it's it's uh mostly because of china china is the threat it's not russia it's china Right? I mean, China spies on us all the time. They've been spying on us, gathering data. Supposedly, they built a, a high-end fighter jet after all the data they stole from us, how to build one. There was some meeting we had that we agreed to send some nuclear submarines down to Australia, us and, and Britain, to ward off some of the threat by what, what the Chinese are doing. It's China that's a threat, and... Like all the crap we're doing over in Ukraine and Russia and, and stuff like that, we're we're emboldening China and, and they're teaming up now with Russia and Iran and it's making it worse. It's all escalating. And I don't know where it ends. Because that's uh, over my pay grade, but uh I know we're we're gearing up. We we got all this money we're trying to get spent, you know, it's uh <laughs> the Biden administration, they they told us the inflation was transitory. <laughs> It's going to be here for about 15 minutes, and then it'll be gone. Trust us. We know what we're doing. Oh, well, well, maybe it's not transitory after all. It's going to be here for a minute. Oh, well, let's let's get the biggest tax increase and the spending increases we've had in the history of mankind, and let's print some more money because we have to because we've got to give the, the Pentagon the budget. We've got to get up the defense money, and we've got to get it, you know, boom, ba bomb bada bing, bada bo Keep going, keep going. Six trillion, eight trillion spending proposals rolling out. There's no end to it. No end. I mean, I, and I, you know, look, I'm for a strong military. It's good for us, you know, peace through strength. I like that. But, uh, man, we got to get control of this economy and fiscal spending and 
You know, Josh Burkeen, Congressman Burkeen, we had on here a few weeks ago, was talking a lot about the, the fiscal responsibilities of Congress, and nobody wants to do it. And I, I, he's up there trying. You know, he's one lone man. He, you know, and Lankford's on that deal, too. He, he's, he's all about the fiscal responsibilities. And, and, you know, conservatives need to be that way. They need to be fiscally responsible. And, and, and we have a bit. You know, the, the Republicans have been horrible at spending, too. Trump wasn't any better at reigning in spending than anybody else. But um, somebody's got to come in here and solve some of this spending issue because the country just keeps getting further and further and further in debt. And there's no end to it. There's just no end in sight. It just keeps going and going and going. And it's not going to be good for uh, our kids and our grandkids. And most of us have kids and grandkids out there, and it's going to be tough for them. So anyway, there's that spending bill. Coming down the pike, trillion dollars for the for the Pentagon. Oh my goodness! Well, there's lots more to talk about. Hey, by the way, Bitcoin's doing good after this bank failure. People are like, "Hey, maybe Bitcoin is uh, the new money." I'm telling you, watch it. I'm not telling you to buy it. I'm not giving you any legal advice. Don't be buying it and losing your bridges and saying it was my fault. Because I've uh, I've lost some money in it, but it's it's on the rise. <laughs> It coming back, thank goodness. So um, that's good news. And in all of the bad news, if you're a Bitcoin person anyway, that's that's some of the good news right there. There's not much out there, but there is some good news, and that's that's your only good news for the day today. Nah, just kidding. Hey, you guys have a great Tuesday. We're gonna get out of here again. Don't forget, ten o'clock, the Medicare questions and answers with Dana Mabry live here on the Brew. But we're going to get you into Tradio now. A few seconds early. Tricia, I hope, is back today. I, I forgot she was gone yesterday. And I had to jump in there and do the program. I'm sure she's here today, probably sitting at the mic, ready to go for you, our beloved listeners, to buy, trade, and sell, and give away. It's called Tradio, and we're going to do that now. Except it's not playing. All right, so let me close this out. This is the computer world. Technology, absolutely stupid. And so we're not going now. We are going to go in just a couple of seconds. I've tried to reboot all this stuff. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't it great to listen to this radio station and go, what are they going to do next? What is going to screw up next? How much dead air will there be? And what will happen next? And let's try it again. Go. Go.